Our next speaker needs no introduction, certainly not in this space, Medrash. Uh, but uh, again, let me use this opportunity to express on behalf of the Kehillah and on behalf really of Klal Yisrael, tremendous sense of Hakara Satayif to Rabbi Meshit for all that he does to be Marbitz Tyra in so many different ways and in front of so many different audiences, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him special kaiches hanefesh and look at what he uses them for, what a special schus it is now for us to hear from the Mardi Asra Shlita. Rishus, Rosh HaGodes Yisrael, the Novomitzka Rebbe Shlita, who's been a mentor for really all the leaders of Klanel Yisrael for decades. Even in Minneapolis, I remember there were Talmidim of his from Chicago, Chavri HaKailal that came to form the Kailal in Minneapolis nearly 20 years ago, who were his Talmidim in Novominsk. And his Adroche is exactly as Ramosh's Sherazat Sal epitomized for Klal Yisrael and for Reb Yisrael. So it's a schus that he graces us with his presence and we revere the words that he shared with us. Roshus Yedidi Vechavivi Reb Chaim David Zwibel was really the quintessential Rebuy Kfoyed Shamayim following in the footsteps of his Rebbeim and his Rebbe in Askonis, Reb Moshe Sherezatzal, the legendary visionary of Agudas Yisrael. It's a schus that Reb Gedali is here and Reb Shloime we're facing this topic head on. And there are those that claim that rabbinic leadership, that the Meyetzes Kedele HaTayra, Kedele Rabbonim, Admoirim, have a habit, chas v'sholem, of sweeping things under the carpet. As you heard from the words of one of the preeminent Kedele Yisrael, the Rebbe Shlita, we're facing this topic head on. When I was in Cleveland, after learning in the Telzi Yeshiva, in the Kailal, I also was a Rebbe in the Mesifta. And the Reish HaMaisid, now called Beis Chinochter of Desla, was Revelvel Desla Zatzal, the son of the legendary Michtav Melio, Agoyin Atzadik Rav Elia Desla Zatzal. And he had a boyhood friend, his name was Ben Silapian, and once walking to shul together, Abvelvel told me the following Maisa that Ben Silapian shared with him. Ben Silapian, the son of the Leveliyo, I go in that side of Elilapian Zatzal, the two legendary Bali Musa of the Friadikado. And Bensi was killed by the Nazis, Al Kiddush Hashem. But the Maisa happened when they were friends and Chavruses in Talmud Torah Kelm. Bensi came running into the base Medrash as fast as you would run in, in Kelm. And he said, Kelm. I've got to tell you an incredible story that just happened in the marketplace of Kelm. Two Yidin, two individuals actually, a Yid and a Goy, an Eina Yehudi, were getting into a fracas, an altercation. The Eina Yehudi, he was a lumber merchant, and the Yid wanted to purchase lumber from him. And the guy told him, you've got to pay me now, and then I'll deliver the wood. And the Yid said, what are you talking about? COD, cash on delivery. You'll bring it to my home, and then, of course, I'll pay you. 
forthrightly. And the Yehudi said, absolutely not. I've been burnt many times by your kind, and I want the money now. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Until finally another guy ran out of the marketplace, tapped the first on the shoulder and said, you can trust the Jew. It's Elul. The Jews are different in Elul. A Kelmagoy understood that the Jews are different in Elul. You talk about Rabbi Sol Salante Zatzal, the fish, Taislan Zechenyam, like Marivirabi Rav Gifta Zatzal would say. In Kelm, Elul was felt by the Goy in the street. You can trust the Jew with Could you imagine if there was a sign in the office of the district attorney, of every defense lawyer, every prosecutor? It's Elul. You can trust the Jews. There's no fraud. It's Elul. Why can't it be Elul the whole year round? The Ramban explains that the reason why the Gullis was curtailed, it possibly could have been forever, was because the Rabbeinu Shalom is concerned about how the nations of the world view Klal Yisrael. And Psikta Rabbosi and Echo says, that the world revolves, evolves from Klal Yisrael. Rav Giftas Atzal would tell us over, he said this at the Shloish of Marein Rabbi Yankiv, who he called the Pikeach Ador. There is a rich Yiddish maxim, which seems to mean that the Jews and the non-Jews are connected to each other. If you want to look at the world, the way the Christians are, the way the Jews are. Rabbi Yankiv explained it differently, Rav Gifta taught us. You go to a doctor, he palms the stethoscope, and you tell him, I have a backache. He places it on your heart, and he listens to your heart. My feet hurt. He listens to your heart. I've got a headache. He listens to your heart. Such a doctor, you should call mister. That's not the problem. But anybody who has a rudimentary understanding of the physiology of a human being knows that very often when there are problems with the extremities, it's because of the fact that the heart isn't doing its job. The heart is ill. It's not pumping oxygen and blood to the extremities. Cure the heart, you cure the body. Said the Yankivir's crystal is just the opposite. If you want to know what's happening in the Jewish camp, as go the Jews, so goes the world. And if you see issues of immorality and decadence in the world at large, it's because Klal Yisrael, the heart, isn't doing its job. Don't blame your surroundings for causing dishonesty in our machana. Alleged dishonesty. If we were honest, if we were perfect, if it was Elul the whole year round, and the Goyim would say, you can trust the Jews, it's Elul, and the entire world would be different. That's our responsibility. It's a manifestation of Kvayt Shemayim. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not want the Umay Sa'ilam to experience the suffering of the Jewish nation that lessens the Rebu Kvayt Shemayim. So the Golis was curtailed in Mitzrayim.
This is a mitzvah chiyuvis, this mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem. It's derived from the Posig, the Ohaftal The Gemara in Yuma on Peivav that the Rebbe Shlita alluded to. The Gemara says as follows. And you know, the Kotzka says that the synopsis, the end of a Mesechta, is really the whole Yesoid of the Mesechta. You want to know the Yesoid of Mesechta, Yuma? This is Peivavam at Aleph. It ends on Peiches. This is the Yesoid of the whole Avoid of Yomim Neiroim. Yitzchok to Bey Rabbi Yitzchok of the Yeshiva, the Academy of Rabbi Yana, said, Kol shechaverov mizbayshin machma shmuasoy. Anyone whose friends are embarrassed are on account of his reputation. Hainu chil Hashem. Dos heista chil Hashem. If you are embarrassed today to be an erlich yid, then that's a chil Hashem. If you do something to embarrass Klal Yisrael, then that's a chil Hashem. Zakti Gemara, Omar Av Nachman Bar Yitzchok, Shrolei Morei Liflogi. May his master forgive him, forgive that person. To Kamri Inchi, Abaya Omer, Vahaftas Hashem Aleikecho, Shiehei Shem Shemai Misav Al Yotcho. That's the embodiment of the Yahafta Lareacha Kamoicha, that people should not be embarrassed that you're part of the Amanivchor, Mamleches Kainim Vigay Kadesh. Live your life that the Tzibur should be proud of you. Make a Kiddush Hashem, not a Chil Hashem. And the Gemara goes on to define that if a person, and the Rishonim, the Rambam, explains in great depth exactly what this means, rhyme and verse of the Gemara. The Rambam teaches us of how you have to handle in business and create a Kiddush Hashem and pay immediately and keep your word and receive people with a cheerful expression. Hilchas Deus, he talks about this as well, the Rambam. The Gemara says, if you live a life where people say, Ashrei Rabbi Shalim Dei how beautiful are his actions, how pleasant is his demeanor. It's a pleasure to be with him. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu, quoting from the Novi, says, The Novi Yishayo in Kapitel Memtes says that the Rebbein Shalom himself says, I take pride in Klal Yisrael. But of Chas Visholem, a person acts in an ugly fashion, mechur, and people say how degenerate he is, how negative he is. And look at the Gemara, every word is to be learned like the Iyun Rav, Kama Mechur Masov. Then here the Gemara quotes the Navi Yecheskel in Lamed Vav. This is the ultimate Chil Hashem, talking about Chil Hashem. So the Rambam in Deis, and the Rambam in Tshuva, and Yisoy Dei 
talks about how we're supposed to conduct ourselves in business. And I need not go into detail because you're all Erlich and you know exactly what I'm talking about. But there's a very strong question to be asked because these two Nevi'im seem to be contradicting themselves, each other. You see, the Novi Yecheskel says, We're talking now, Belosh and Rabim, to the masses. They created, they profaned the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the Novi Yeshayo tells us, as the Gemara says, all of our to the individual. Why when it comes Yisrael, like take pride in Klal Yisrael, is it Loshin Yachid? And why those that profane is Lashon Rabbim? He says because the Goyim have the following modus operandi. This is their approach. When a Yid does something that's proper, when he's honest, when he makes a Kiddush Hashem, he's a nice fellow. But when a Yid does the wrong thing, Khalil of fraud, all the Jews are that way. Every Yid is that way. And El Yid once told me, he remembers in Poland and Eastern Europe, that Goyim used to say as follows. The nations of the world, the Goyim, they invented the train. And the Jews, they invented the way to ride the train for free. That's what they used to say when he was a kid. There was a great legendary tzaddik, askin, Rabbi Shemayel Levin Zatzal, the Adam of the Heilige Imreyem Esosiyogan And someone told me he came to these shores, and because he was Sar Hasa'ad, he was the Minister of Welfare, he had an escort, an, an honored royal escort of several policemen who were walking with him. And it was an Elta Yidna said, Oi, cook! She didn't realize that this was an honored event. She thought, So is this is what it's all about? It's how the nations of the world have viewed us for thousands of years, for several millennium? The embassy is, that's really Shekhar V'chosav, that's not the truth. That's not the reality. Muskel Rishon is, as was mentioned, they're watching, they're looking, they're analyzing, they're scrutinizing, they're taking notes, they're keeping score. The first thing is, what you do reflects on all of Klal Yisrael, represents all of Klal Yisrael, and affects all of Klal Yisrael. an innocent machloikis tanoim as to whether the mitzvah of haroises is a mitzvah. 
Is it mafik the time of the moror? Does it make it less dangerous to eat the moror? Or is there a mitzvah called charoises? So Rabbi Lozav Rabtzodik Paskins, it's a mitzvah. And what's his raya? Listen to his raya. Because this picks us up and reminds us in the world who we really are. The Gemara Kufta Zayin says, right before the new Mishnah, that what's the raya? The raya is that the Tagri, the Sochrim of Charoises in Yerushalayim would call out, purchase the Tavlin because it's a mitzvah. Chaparayin a mitzvah. Do you understand what happened here? He's chilek on other Tanoim based on the declaration of Sochrim. Of those that sold haroises, don't they have nagiyas? Don't they want to sell their product? This is what God wants you to do. But the nemonis of Sochrim in Yushalayim was so stark that he brought a raya. Can I get under a tanoim? From the pitgam, the statement, the sales pitch of the Sochra Yushalayim. That's where we come from. Those are our ancestors. That when Sochrim cry out, purchase Haroises and enjoy the mitzvah of Haroises purchase this tavlin, then that's a raya that there's a mitzvah called Haroises. Those are our ancestors. Kedoshim tiyu dika sachrim in Yerushalayim. Anila lili, the acronym for El, but there's another posik in Shirashirim. What does it mean to be a roya b'sheishanim, a shepherd with flowers? Says Agoyin, There are different ways of shepherding the flock, the sheep. There's a roya b'koil with a booming voice, and he brings the errant sheep back on the trail. There's a roya b'makel. He has a shepherd's staff, and he hits them to get him back in place. There's a roya b'kelev, he has a sheep's dog. But then there's a roya b'sheshanim, where the fragrance and the aroma of his flowers are so enticing and enchanting that the sheep never veer off the path. And if they do, they come back. We've got to become, as we once were, roya b'sheshanim. You know, in the late 90s, they built... 1990s, they built a brand new mall in Chadera. And the trophy of the mall was a brand new American-style bowling alley. And it was slated to be open on Shabbos. And the owners were going to have this bowling alley open on Shabbos, come what may. Havganot were organized demonstrations. The Haredi community galvanized themselves. They petitioned the municipality. They wrote letters. And nothing happened. Until one day, there was a swift opening of the bowling alley. And a group of children from a shuvu school, newly indoctrinated, inspired children in Yiddishkeit, came to bowl about 100 kids. The owner of the bowling alley was a lady, and she was scrutinizing these kids. She was watching their every move. She saw that they didn't throw the bowling balls at each other, they didn't clunk them on the ground, that they put them back after they finished using them, that they were polite, that they said thank you and please. 
She noticed how they ate lunch quietly in a reserved fashion and how they recited Birchas HaMazen with alacrity and with life. And then and there she decided to enroll her son into a shuvu school. I remember going with the Rebbe Shlita many years ago on a mission of Nesivas Moshe and we went up with the the Gera Rebbe Shlita and Rav Steyman Shlita to Haifa for an entire day. It was just a magnificent time together with the Rebbe. And we met many, many children from many Shuvu schools. We went to a Beis Yaakov and because I speak a bit of Ivrit, so I translated a bit back and forth for the other Rabbonim and for the Manalim. And at a Beis Yaakov in Haifa, a girl got up to speak, mamish like an anakal from some Rosh Hashiva Rav or Rebbe. Beautiful divrei Torah, dressed as a tzanua. And after she left, the menial of the Beis Yaakov told us what this girl's mother did for a living. It's the type of vocation that you're not allowed to bring a carbon with the money that she earns. Leave it at that. And he went on to say that Moron Rav Steymanshlit, who's living in the ivory tower with no connection to the world, and I greet Rav Lando, I see he's in the back, Rabbi Tzakmei and his brother, was questioned because there was a problem with the girl. See, this was the ninth grade class. It was the start of that Beis Yaakov. Special Beis Yaakov and Haifa. And the other parents all found out what that mother did for a living. So 23 parents convened and threatened to pull out every girl if she's in their class. So they went to Rav Steyman and asked him a psak halacha. The Manal told us this. And Rav Steyman, Paskin, that girl is a bas Yisrael. And she stays. And if they want to go to another school, that's their business. But she stays. And every parent kept their kids in the school, and she was now this incredible Bas Yisro. Do you understand what's going on? The Kedusha of Klal Yisrael, the Roimimus of Klal Yisrael, the Rebik Vachimayim of Klal Yisrael. So in Chadera, the bowling alley is closed on Shabbos. Not because we threw stones, but because children acted properly. Because they made a Kiddush Hashem. Unbeknownst to them, they secured a bowling alley for decades to come. That would be Shem Shabbos. And Darish Hashem Verachim from these children that went to the Shuvah school. It's a double edged sword. Do you know why you say Kaddish? Why do you say the words Yiskadel Yiskadeh Shmerabo? Because there's a halal, as the Rebbe said. There's something lacking in the world. The Rebuik Shemayim, the Kiddush Hashem of Neshama, that has departed. So now you have to fill that halal. But what happens if that person didn't make a Kiddush Hashem? Is that his legacy? Achil Hashem? So why are you bothering to say Kaddish? Don't you want to live a life where Achimeyev Esrim Shona, there's a reason to say Kaddish? Because we have to elevate the level of Kedusha that now you are not here creating a Kiddush Hashem Vumagate Vumishtate. You know what Kiddush Hashem is? Your Kiddush Hashem. I'll tell you who you are. Al Takrif Haloim. Moshe Rabbeinu reads the road signs, Vasnen and Ukol. Hakurish Bohu says, Al Takrif Haloim, don't go any closer. 
this shchina. He goes on to say, Take off your shoes, you're standing on holy terrain. Now the question is the Pasha to question. If it's holy terrain, then why is it sufficient to take off your shoes, back off 20 paces? Hashem said, Al you can't go there. And if that's the Mokim Kaddish, so why is this a Mokim Kaddish? Says the Ksava Kabbalah, there are two types of Kedusha. There's the inherent Kedusha, Harabai is from the time of Bria Sa'ilom is a sanctified place. A base Haknesas has Kedusha. A base Medrash has Kedusha. Yeshiva has Kedusha. A Sefer Torah has Kedusha. Sifrei Kodesh. But then there's what's called a Maimed the Kedusha, writes the Ksava Kabbalah. As Ramatasio explains in a different place, Moshe Rabbeinu created a Pa'ula of Isairus. He saw Hasnen and Ukol and he created Kedusha in his place. You know what the Rebbe is teaching us? Our challenge is to take the Kedusha out of the base HaKnesses and out of the base Medrash and out of the Yeshiva into the street, into our homes, into the workplace. You know what Rebbe says? Rapsodic says, So that means, I dare say, that most of you that are going to work, when you learn two, three hours in the morning, or you learn at night, or you have a, a, a limur on the way on the train, so you're in Dalai Lama But you're accountants, doctors, lawyers, dentists, a plumber, you're out of the Dalai Lama Comes again, Rapsodic, and he saves the day. Rapsodic says, that if you conduct your ASIC and your business, you're living in Dalad Amish and is the Kedush of the Shechina with you. In your law practice. In your dentist's office. In your accounting office. On the subway. That's the Kayach of a Yid. Poshit, according to Reb Tzodik, who really has the whole world by by the Metzias, because he was a chusid who, who became a chassid, so he's talking to everybody. No matter what your background is, Nusachashkan, Nusachsvard, Abtzodik says, Everyone in this room and the tens of thousands that are watching, you are living in Dalit Amish if you keep Dalit Chelke Shulchan Aruch. And he enumerates, Choshen Mishpat, Evan Oezer, Yeridea, Arachayim. You live with the Shulchan Aruch, you're living in Dalad Amashalach, you're living with Shechina, no less. <coughs> there was a Yid in Toronto who manufactured facial tissues. And the average tissue box, as you know, in the industry has generally 200 tissues. So he was a chachem. He decided he'll put in 195 tissues, five less. Who's going to notice? You're counting up tissues. Have you ever counted up a tissue box in your life? Is that my Rebbe Rabbi Kalfan or Simcha Kalfan? I can't really say. Akuponim. So he put in five tissues left, and he made a killing. He mamish made hundreds of thousands of dollars. And one day he had such charata, that's how a yid is supposed to conduct his business, parnosis from the rabbi Shlam. So he went to Bezden, Dayonim, and they told him the only eights is, for the same amount of time 
that you took out five tissues, you've got to now put back five extra tissues. And for a couple of years, Himamish put in 205 tissues. And guess what happened? One day a scandal broke out, and the Canadian government decided to check on all the tissue boxes of all the manufacturers in Canada. And they found that this Yiddle, he put in five extra tissues. It was such a Kiddush Hashem, Ribuik Shamayim. They gave him a prize. The Canadians gave him a prize. What would have happened if they would have counted it two years before? What a Chil Hashem he would have had. Over five tissues? Over five tissues? Is it Kedai? It's a double-edged sword, this life that we lead. Integrated in society, out of the ivory tower, joining the workforce. We have this opportunity. You know Rabbi Hanan says, why do Jews have 613 mitzvahs and the Umar Salem seven? And he explains, if you take an ocean line or a cruise, then the captain and the crew have a whole set of rules. Passengers also have a rules. He writes to Hanan, you don't drill the side of the boat. You don't stand on the railing ready to jump off. There are a lot of rules that the passengers have, like about seven rules. But those that drive that boat, the crew, the captain, they've got a huge manual how to operate the boat. Says Rebukhanan, we're operating the boat. We're the boat pilots. You get on a plane in contemporary times, basically pretty simple. You know, they spend about five minutes explaining to you if you landed from planet Xenon how to put on the seatbelt. And you pull it low over your lap. That means they don't really have that problem. Hopefully soon I will, but I'm not really adjusting it too much. But the undershore is the seatbelt's a seatbelt. And then you have to stow your tray table and put your seat in the upright position, and you're done. What about the pilot? The pilot comes with a ganze peckle instructions. And then he's got the computer because he's flying the plane. Rabbi said, we're flying the plane. And that's Ribuik Foyd Shemayim. And if you think they don't know who we are, they know exactly who we are. When I was in Minneapolis, I used to fly there at Yisrael on the now defunct Northwest Airlines that was taken over by Delta to merge, which means they took them over and disappeared, similar to other mergers. And Derek Amsterdam was a seven-hour layover. So I went to the Kail a few times, and I, I gave a share there. Went to Am Frank House. And I did other things. And one time I went to the Rijksmuseum, not to be confused with the Third Reich. And the Rijksmuseum has incredible Rembrandts. And I asked the docent, I have two hours, what should I look at? He tells me, Nightwatch, a magnificent painting of Rembrandt. And I sat there. There are about 17 benches. Hundreds of people are pouring in. And it was unbelievable. It was like Rishoinim and Acharoinim, Pirushim, all kinds of lumdis on Rembrandt and on the painting. It reminded me of my high school years learning the bar, Shakespeare, and the cliff notes with this is Lashitosoi from the second, second stage of the play. And the third, Mamish, Rishoinim and Acharoinim, we had to learn on the bar on Shakespeare. And I said, he's with Rembrandt. And then I noticed them coming out of a different, distant, entrance, so about seven, eight entrances to the room, this massive room that had this massive painting. Two Heimish you know, with payers tucked under the taxi cap, and they're sauntering around, 
And as they walked by me, I wasn't wearing kapota then, I just had my jacket and my hat. I say, Shom Aleichem. And all of a sudden, they're taken aback. How you know the Jewish? How you know the Jewish? And I tell them, every guy in Europe knows you're Jewish. There isn't anybody who doesn't know you're Jewish. Who do you think you're fooling? Rabbi, you think you go to Niagara Falls, they don't know you're Jewish? You go to Disneyland, they don't think you're Jewish? Wherever you go, from a gate, from a state, they know you're Jewish. They were tired of Yidden. They got a... Came from, from England, from Manchester. They got invited me to speak at the CMA Shahs. It's very nice to meet these fellows. But the bottom line is, is that how you know if you're Jewish? You got to do it better. We're the pilots of the world. We're taking this flight that we call life. Shimon ben Shetach. He finds, according to the Medrash and according to the Yerushalmi in Bab Metziah, the th- second Perak, the fifth Mishnah, he buys a donkey. And his Tamidim comes, say, Shimon, Rebbe, Mami Shabbat gave you a bracha because on the, the donkey there's a diamond and it's yours. And he says, did I buy a donkey or did I buy a diamond? Give it back. And I'm not going to read to you the Pnei Moshe, it's, it's Nishayach. The Medrash explains it one way and the Yerushalmi goes even further, but basically he says to them, that's my tachlis, to take things that aren't mine. My tachlis is that Goyim should say the Yidin are unbelievable. And that's exactly what the guy said when he got back the diamond. He says, I have greater hana from Kiddush Hashem than I have from making money that's not mine or that is mine. Let me just end. Harav Hagoyin Rabavig Demilo. You know, he was a serious man. And he was a Balmus in a Talmud of Slabotka. And somebody asked him right around these days, Rebbe, What's the avoid of Yom Neroim? So he said, the avoid of Yom Neroim? Fasten your seatbelts. Gently wake up your neighbors because I'm finishing. He says, the avoid of Yom Neroim is to smile. To smile. And then he said, there was an owner of a factory that wasn't really producing too well. So we went through the history of every single worker, he was firing people right and left. And he came across a fellow, and he rehired him, and they tied it, he's not really very productive. He's not productive. He is a cheery fellow, in the words of Rabbi Miller. He brings a smile to everyone's lips. He's staying. He makes the environment, the work environment, that much more exciting. Zuck Rabbi Miller. If you go through life with a smile, so you're basically saying to the world and to your people that Yiddishkeit is Geschmack. And how better can we do that than with the honesty and integrity that's part of our DNA? Rabbi Rucham used to say, if you see a guy with good midas, it's because he is a kedreit by Yidin. And if you see a Yid with bad midas, it's a kedreit by the Goyim. You have to realize this is not what we are. We are Shimon ben Shetach Yidin. We are Yidden that appreciate and value and rise to the occasion of Rebuik Fayt Shemayim. We are Yidden that have 613 mitzvahs and we fly the plane and take the world throughout their journey that we call life. That through the ages of the Me'eses Gedeliat Torah and the Rabbonim and Sadikim of our door and the Mechanchim of our children. We should be zeichet to be marbek fayt shemayim 
and be zeichet, to be makayim, the ultimate v'yahavta l'reach ha'komoycha, where people will say, this is the nation of the Rebbeinu Shalalu, and the Rebbeinu Shalalu will take pride. We'll be zeichet b'seyat in the schus of our avodas Hashem, to be mar b'kvayt shemayim, t'ksiv v'achsim ha'tev alonu l'chol Yisrael.